0: This episode of Ben the Knee is brought to you by our Bannermen, Lord Jason of House Ross, Sir Jimmy of House Nuts, Master of the Web, Lady Dawn of House Wright, Sir Chris of House Farber, Lady Tracy of House Faw, Sir Peter of House Whittingham, Sandy the Dragon, Blood of Queen Daenerys and Lady of Jameson, Lord John of House Fry, Lady Juliana of House Stradley, Sir David of House Fraser, Lady Liz of House Hendricks, Sir Matthew of House Perry, Lady Madeline of House Fritzel, Lady Adrian of House
1: Dillard, Lady Ashley of House Gardner, Lady Lismolin of House Morales. This episode of Bend the Knee is protected by Sir Ryan of House Turbush, Lady Sarah the Unraveler. Our current champion is Lady Kira of House Arnold. Our current Master of Coin
0: is Lord Jason of House Ross, Squire to Sir Matt, Lady Betsy of House Hudson.
1: welcome to Bend the Knee, a Song of Ice and Fire podcast. I am Sir Matt, the Bud Knight.
0: And I am Sir Ezra, the Watchful Friends. Welcome back to our Song of Ice and Fire podcast. Friends, we're diving in to a lot of different things today. Matt and I have been discussing where do we go, which rabbit hole do we chase, what news do we cover.
1: There's actually quite a bit today. There's a lot. There's Today's going to be a big one. It, in fact... If you're listening on the podcast, it might be broken into two, possibly three episodes. I was on vacation last week. I was down in Dorn, otherwise known as yeah. Mexico. It was fun. It was great. But Es and I weren't able to record. But it did give me a lot of time to study and gave Es a lot of time to study. And we're like, we're going to talk about some characters that we've never talked about. That's kind of what we're trying to do more yeah. recently. And we've got a big one uh for you today as well as i have been sort of piecing together this list of secret identities because we keep talking about is this person secretly this is this person secretly this and i was like i'm just gonna put together a big list anything that i could find and i have it in like three categories we're gonna get into it but first as yeah There is some news, rumors, speculation, my friend. So this was what I had been saying. So April 17th, 2011, a Sunday, Game of Thrones came on the air. Okay. Uh Now, I looked at this year and I said, I'm thinking April is going to be when Game of Thrones or House of the Dragon comes out. April 17th of this year is a Sunday. Okay. (laughs) So I have been sort of in my mind saying, I think it's coming out April 17th. It fits right in line with when it normally would air. Also, um, I think timing to this is kind of crucial for HBO max because they've kind of had a big thing each month. So in March, The Batman comes out, which is going to be like their big mega movie. That comes to HBO Max in, eight, in the following month, in like the beginning of April. You have Secrets of Dumbledore, which is the other big Warner Brothers mm-hmm. sort of property. Yep. They haven't announced that it's going to be doing the same thing, but I believe it is. Then today, I've been talking about it for a very long time. The Warner Brothers split off of at and joining Discovery that's happening now it seems like around this time April so they're gonna want that first quarter for this like new company you know in this in the stock market and all that stuff to look massive and yeah. what better way to do that than with House of the Dragon Game of Thrones the big big money maker you know I mean Game of Thrones is like I mean, HBO would have had that Sopranos and The Wire and a lot of big shows, but nothing was like Game of Thrones. I mean, where we're at today, let's just let's just put this in perspective. Come on, now. Bit, okay? The Mandalorian, we love, and it's great, and it yes. does great numbers for Disney Plus. Stranger Things and House of Cards and all these shows that Netflix has had, The Witcher, they're great, right? But what was the first show to really sort of come in and seal? Yep. Be like, this is the the streaming show. Mm-hmm. I mean, you mm-hmm. could watch it on TV, but really started pushing what was then like HBO now or whatever. Yeah. That'd be game of Thrones. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we love wheel of time. Season one was kind of okay. Yeah. Love the witcher. Love stranger things. Love star Wars, mm-hmm. but nothing mm-hmm. is going to come close to house of the dragon. I'm sorry. It's just not. Hey, that's good that's what i want to hear matt that's what i want to hear okay
0: and i mean we, we actually were on uh was it mike's book reviews the other day and we were talking mm-hmm. about that and and i was it was interesting to hear from him that he didn't think wasn't as he was happy to hear that opinion i kind of thought i don't know I'm, I'm with you like hey game of thrones is a big freaking deal there's a huge I, we haven't seen anything like that before that that Shows have come out afterwards and, and big shows with big companies behind them and they have not duplicated really the phenomenon that is that was Game of Thrones. So, yeah.
1: <clears throat> yeah. so there was a rumor it's kind of been put to bed a little bit, <clears throat> excuse me, that IMDb listed it. It could just be a prank because something they had House of the Dragon listed as releasing April 3rd. Mm -hmm. Which kind of debunked a little bit, but could mean that hey, somebody there's like, oh, it's coming out in April, and they just put April 3rd, which happens to be the first Sunday Sunday. in Mm -hmm. April. I'm still saying it's April 17th because you just why would you miss that opportunity to have it line up? Game of Thrones, boom, 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 right? 11, you know, it was, you know. Four, seventeen, eleven. 17 11 now you could have four 17
0: mm-hmm. 22. Yeah, 22 yeah yeah i'm with you that'd be cool man <clears throat> i i freaking hope so i i either way to me i, I look at it where we're it's february 1st as as we're recording this and it's like god dude we're just a couple months away you know i mean th- this is this is big we have the super bowl rolling up here shout out to the Bengals.
1: Let who day let's go. Let's go. I, I'm ho- <laughs> how excited, how ex- as a lifelong Bengals fan, how excited are you? Let, well, my friend, I
0: was, so Lottie and I were watching it together. She was in Germany. She said it was the most stressed out sport, stressed out, like sporting event. She's ever watched because I'm explaining to her and she was three or four plays ahead of me in terms of the streaming. And so she's telling Matt, I got to tell you this real quick. I'm sorry. At one point, at one point, she's sitting there, and I was like, sweetie, what's going on? And, you know, she's she, she, – and I saw her face. She's like, uh – and this is earlier than they get – she's like, what happens when the other team catches it? The other team caught it? I'm watching <laughs> this thing go, and this is how the whole thing went. I was like, no, they did not. No, they didn't. They did. You know, we, we throw the pick. But anyways, man, I'm pumped. I'm excited. It was awesome. And, you know, now – so Super Bowl coming up uh, here in a couple weeks – can't freaking wait I'm super pumped go bangles everybody get on I'm like get on the bandwagon I don't get everybody needs to be on They're like
1: look come on this is like a, a big deal but i I'm hoping we see something really cool oh That's you cool. know what I do I do real quick do you think we're getting a Super Bowl trailer I one thousand yes. percent say yes yeah, 1, absolutely thousand percent say yes all of the it. signs look like we're gonna get it again to me. The biggest indicator of this, because it could come out at any point in the year, right? I mean, it could Mm -hmm. come out in September or anything, but I think we're still online for that April thing. Again, I think specifically the merger, the Warner Brothers splitting off into sort of getting combined with Discovery Channel to become this new media conglomerate. Mm -hmm. It's, It's happening early 2022. We're already there now, so... Seems like it's the AT&T and everything they announced it all today. So I'm guessing it's going to be happening here a lot sooner than they expected, which is some of the other language thrown around like CNBC and stuff like that today. So I'm guessing it's probably happening end of March, early April. So now you have this new company books are running and here you go with house of the dragon as your first big deal part of, you know, this, this company that's going to be its own new balance sheet. So, I think April 17th is what I'm still standing by just because the stars align. Okay. So we both agree. We both think there's going to be a Super Bowl commercial. Now, real quick, one last thing about the Super Bowl. Yeah. So I have been on Twitter. I'm a lifelong Steelers fan. Okay. Yes. As knows this.
0: Yeah, I know this. But many, many years
1: of of, of Madden uh, back and forth. He's been he's been made aware, but as what have I been telling you from the moment your Cincinnati Bengals drafted Joe Burrow? He's real. This is I say I, as like I don't know is he good? I was like as I can tell you right here, right now. Real. Go real. back and look at my Twitter. He is the real deal. Okay. Yep. Joe Burrow is from Ohio. Come on. Okay. We love people from Ohio because as Amen. are from Ohio, <laughs> Athens. That's just down the street from us. I, yeah. Stone's throw. He goes to Ohio State. Yeah. Well, you know, he had to sit behind a wealth of talent. It happens. It's like being the third string quarter in Alabama. You could go play anywhere. All right. right, But Joe Burrow said, you know, life's good here, but it could be better. I need to forge my own path. Okay. Ah. Yeah. So he leaves the Ohio State University Mm -hmm. and he goes to LSU. Yeah. Yeah. And he finally gets his chance to start at LSU, and he says, "Alabama, I'm not scared." Takes yeah. him out. Yeah. Then he has to stare down the <laughs> the sunshine night in Trevor Lawrence mm-hmm. in the in the in the in the college football national champions. Trevor Lawrence, he's gonna be the first pick in the oh, draft. Yeah. yeah. He's he's so good. He's never lost. Right. And Joe Burrow said, "Watch hey. this." Yeah. Okay. Watch <clears throat> then. Joe Burrow goes to the Cincinnati Bengals. First pick overall. Yep. Right? Yeah, Crazy. He's mm-hmm. only a one-time starter. Mm-hmm. It's almost like he's the Lord Commander of the Bengals. Okay? Wow. And then he gets taken <laughs> out early into his reign.
0: Yeah, he does.
1: One, okay. <sighs> and then he gets resurrected. Yeah. In, season, in, season, in, the next, in the next season. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes to the playoffs. Right. So right. Right. He goes in and first round. Oh, you got to pay Derek Carr and the Raiders. They've been great. Right. Watch this. Boom. Yeah. Took him out. Yeah. Okay. Then he has to go to take down the number one Tennessee Titans. Number one. Getting King Henry back. Okay. Well. Yeah. Getting Night King Henry back. Well, watch this. Yeah. Okay. Boom. Took him out. Laid him low. Now you got to go take on Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Right. They're unstoppable. He's the best uh-huh. ever. Yeah. Watch this. Boom! Now, he's going, now he's going to the championship. He's now, basically the John Snow, right, uh, 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 of the oh, NFL. Exactly. I'm he is Azora High, Matt. Yeah, the prince who was promised. Amen. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, he, you just can't stop him.
0: When, when I, I when when he drops back to pass and he's got that ball held high, I just see Lightbringer in his hand and he's just right. bringing it. Right, because they're
1: coming at him. The, his wall has fallen because he got sacked nine times, and he oh still my said, God. "Watch this." Yeah, the wall will fall. <laughs> we not like what in the Super
0: Bowl, the wall will crumble. It's okay. They still are doing it though, man. They're still they're still, still making doing. it happen, you know, which is crazy. But uh, I just hope I hope that he's the John Snow of
1: the books and not necessarily the show. Um, I'm just saying the similarities are insane. They okay? are. He goes to Ohio State. It's much like. Jon Snow goes to Winterfell. Ah, can't forge a life here. Just not, you know. Right. Not for me. So he leaves and he goes to LSU. Like John yeah. goes to the wall. Yeah.
2: Boom. Oh, yeah.
1: The starter. Whole deal. Yep. I love like of... John being Lord Commander. Right. And he's he also just has a different way. Of... Then he got then he he got taken out just like Jon Snow. I know. Or, I I mean, but he's resurrected. He's back. He's back.
0: <laughs> That's <laughs> crazy, dude. It is. It's that's a great comparison. And I, I freaking again I just hope, you know, that when the battle comes here in the Super Bowl, you know, that he's the Arya doesn't steal his thunder. I don't know who that right. would be, but the Rams know.
1: coming from the Westerlands, right? Yeah. Like the Lannisters. Right. The Ram Ramster. The Ramisters. Okay. He's God. not scared. No, he's, and he's not. he's gotta go and he's gotta go to their house to do it.
0: No, and it, it, it won't surprise me if if they win. Really, anymore? I mean, like I, am not expect. I mean, I'm sort of like, yeah, you know, I kind of, I don't know. I
1: wouldn't doubt him. I would not. I, I would doubt not him. count him out. So wouldn't count him out. Okay, there we go. I said going a little bit of a rant there. Yes, sir. But you can go to my Twitter. You can go look at everything I've been telling us. I was like, oh yeah, I, I, I told you at the beginning of this year. I said yeah. I would be shocked. If Joe Burrow does not win a Super Bowl in his career, you did say that. I remember you. I did. That. I knew <laughs> You were like, I don't I know. know, man. I was yeah. like, I'm telling you. He yeah, is I mean, I, secretly
0: you. inside, I'm going, God, I hope so. I'm come on, you know, but
1: I know, crazy. Ah, uh, crazy. Awesome. Okay, here we go. So we've been talking about this for quite some time, as yeah, we've been going over all of these secret identities. Okay. This person could be this person. This person could be this person. There's a handful of identities that are that are sort of secret, that are confirmed. Then there's like a list of them that are sort of, you know, like almost 99%, right? So like Barris and Selmy is Artisan Whitebeard, right? I mean, that's mm-hmm. one confirmed. right? Uh, Aria pretending to be all these different people while she's with the Faceless Men, you know, Cat of the Canals, all of these things. Those are confirmed. Ramsey as Reek. There's a confirmed secret identity, because when we dive into all these theories, we're always saying, oh, he could secretly be a Targaryen or Mance Raiders, Rhaegar or Arthur Dane, or any of these things. But the fact of the matter is, is that there are a lot of already confirmed secret identities, Mm -hmm. let alone possible parentages, all of these things. So obviously we can't go into every single one of these. Um, in detail but i put together a pretty big list here of characters that there's theories on or anything so these are just a lot of people just sort of like fan community what i could find yeah uh it broke i have it broken down into a few different categories here so questionable parentage or ancestry um alive but presumably dead and then secret identities, right? So somebody could be somebody else,
2: <clears throat>
1: any any of these sort of things here. So I'm just going to kind of go through them. Well, I don't know. We're going to talk about the ones we think that are interesting, ones yeah. that we think are cool, whatever. Um, I'll actually, I'll, I'll share it here um and then we can just kind of go down the list here
0: i think this is an an impressive
1: thing to think about though just all these different people because it's it's right wild. yeah so uh starting here so obviously the big one right at the gate john snow regardless of whether you think r plus l equals j or n plus a or any of these things john's parentage even straightforward is totally questionable because we don't know who his mother is. At least yep. it might just be some random wet nurse that Ned Stark says it could just be what Ned Ned Stark and Wyla. But then you go into, well, that seems unlikely. Could be mm-hmm. Ned Nishara could be R plus L yeah. equals J. Right. So there's a right. lot. Yeah, there
0: is. And you, I mean, you have whole podcasts and YouTube channels actually devoted to uh, things that are opposite to R plus L equals J. Like people, you know, we talk about all the time. They look at what Germ said about Dan and Dave, and everyone says, "Well, that's the answer that he, you know, wanted to hear from them." And alternate ending theories and this whole idea. So, but yeah, the prevailing sort of uh, John Snow is is the R plus L equals J uh, theory
1: is is there, but people argue it all over the place. So, yeah. yeah, Um, another one. Okay, Mirror Read, This is another sort of common one. I don't, I don't know that it had it it either uh, is. I see the reasoning sort of behind it, right. With mirror Reed, mm-hmm. uh, potentially being John's twin, given that they're roughly the same age, r- roughly look alike. And and Reed happens to be where Ned Stark is at the time. He would presumably take Jon snow. So that is one that we've referenced quite a bit. Although mm-hmm. it is sort of a big one. I don't know that I buy into it a lot. I think it would be super cool if it yeah. were the case. Um, could still be John's sister and not be ahead of the dragon, even
2: mm-hmm.
1: just because it would be John's sister. Um, George would have to do a lot of explaining with it, but
0: I yeah. Do, do people also argue that uh, like Ashara might also be involved in that whole like like could be like um, Ashara and Helen Reed, maybe and, and Mira Reed. I think that's another possibility. Just <clears throat> you know, people yeah. talk about
1: so. Um, here we go. Here's another big sort of common one: Jamie and, uh, so really you can go both of these sort of together, right? A big one is Jamie and Cersei are twins under the Mad King, and then of course Tyrion is a Targaryen. So, uh, a lot of these, by the way, are going to be secret Targaryens, uh, to say mm-hmm. the least, because that's yeah. probably the most common. Um, I think I do the, you know, Tyrion's. The idea behind Tyrion is he's an imp he would potentially be he's a dwarf right potentially could be because of the mad king because he's all sort of jacked up he, he loved obviously um, Tywin's wife Tyrion and the you know the Lannister's mother and they sort of you know he wanted to take liberties with her and then Tywin's hate for Tyrion could be so much from the fact that maybe the maybe Tywin knows that Tyrion isn't actually his son He does also say you are not my son at one point, but I think if, if either of these were to be true, I think I actually lead more towards the idea of Jamie and Cersei not being Mm -hmm. his sons, because I think it would just, it would just ruin. I think the storytelling of Tyrion and Tywin's relationship, I think it's even more, it would be more, poetic and just amazing George writing if Tyrion of yeah. course obviously is his son because it makes their relationship that much more dramatic but uh, I could see the argument of Jamie and Cersei same mm-hmm. thing this, a lot of the same reasons as Tyrion could be one but that could sort of explain why Cersei is sort of mad and everything
0: yeah and it's even too like them being uh, older firstborn. <clears throat> the mad king claiming you know ancient rights and things too so yeah I'm with yeah. you on that. do you
1: do you do you buy either either of those do you are do you really uh, i in, been... in your in your head canon are you are you big on either of those or do you think or do you have one that you think you believe if you if one of them had to be true which one would you be more in line oh, to agree with
0: i'm with you more on on the jamie Cersei one i even think too it just uh, another element you can pull from it is that the, the targaryen brother sister relationship is is a prevailing thing and then we have uh, these two, I mean, although they are twins, which is another layer, um, I, I am more inclined to think it would it would go that route than it right. would um, the Tyrion route, although right. it's just interesting that Tyrion has the dragon dreams. But I think that George is messing with us there by saying whatever you're into, and it's it's a part of his um, who he is as a character, like he feels like he'd be more powerful on that dragon. So that's why he fantasizes about, you know, dragons is it necessarily
1: doesn't have to be blood or some connection i don't know you know yeah yeah there's a lot um yeah i'm with you i think i'm just if i had to go with one i'd be more of the jamie cersei line another reason some sort of support i guess for the people that believe that theory is joffrey uh being sort of mad could be Mm -hmm. that sort of targaryen lineage um as well so that's that's another one of these but i'm not super big on either um here we go Aegon, uh right the sixth aka young griff um, you know, possibly, man, a Blackfire, possibly all kind. Well, actually, just Egg on the sixth. I guess if you really want to look at it, could be just right. the son of Rhaegar, right? Yeah. could be young Griff. There's that's even almost two different characters, but a big one um, is sort of yeah, the son of Illyrio and that Sarah, perhaps. Tons and tons and tons of other other theories behind it.
0: Yeah, and I, I like the idea. We always people call him fagon and i often dislike to it's one of those ones where we when george says something you're supposed to just you you know no one's taking what he says that like this is this this whole point of this presentation is is that like look how many people we think have different questionable parents or ancestry or or you know uh different identities so that one it's it's presented by these guys who are conniving and sneaking around doing something uh and they have a secret targaryen baby that survived, but yet they had Danny there. It's just, it's it's a lot, but at the same time, I don't know. I, I, I could see I'm in favor of him being an actual, tar- you know, being Aegon. Right. He could
1: be the real deal. Yeah, I'm with you. I think it's I think it's cool whether he's... Because, the, uh, you know, the interesting thing about young Griff, right, Aegon, Fagon, whatever you want to call him, is... You're, you can really go in a lot of different directions with him at the at where we're at in the story right now you could make him a good guy and people would be okay with it he, it could be him john and danny and they're all brother sister related and you know you just go down that path and then it, they all get a dragon they take out the others save the save the day you could go in that route he could end up being a big villain he could marry danny he could marry Sansa. He could be a Blackfire and do something like he to me. He's one of these characters where you could you could his mystery is one of the most exciting mysteries to find out in Winds of Winter and, you know, Dream of Spring, if we ever get them just because of you have so many different directions that you could go with this character and all of them are incredibly intriguing because he could flip go good or bad and be Mm -hmm. super cool. He or he could. Be killed and not be as important as we think he's gonna be.
0: Yeah, another interesting element that I want to throw into all of this Targaryen stuff in the midst of it is Ashara Dane and her death in and just just the prox. So, I mean, Aegon being born in two eighty one or two eighty two AC, uh, dying in two eighty three, and then Ashara Dane also dies in two eighty three. Why? Possibly because of uh, you know she commits suicide over being heartbroken, stillborn daughter uh because of a stolen child, uh a ma- you know, a man who dishonored her at Hall, Dude, the list just goes on and on. It's like you can throw her in the I mean, that's where Eddard goes with a child, right? With his bat with his bastard, the har the whole R plus L equals J. There's too many dates. There's too much stuff going around. 282 AC, people dying, exchanging babies, too
1: much happening. So there's a lot with that character. Yeah. So much. Um so then we go down to Daenerys. And again, uh, same thing. Daenerys is born on Dragonstone, right? And even her parentage, you and I were talking about this a little bit beforehand, and, and we were actually saying, like, you know, I could actually see where a lot of these people get all these ideas. I mean, for starters, she – whether, you know, even Daenerys's upbringing is really suspect. Like mm-hmm. Lemongate, right? The, the, was she raised in Dorne? which then causes people, I think, some people to look down the line of, well, maybe she's not even actually, you you know, um, a Targaryen or whatever. I mean, she could be, her age makes her old enough. Her age, when she's born, gives her the proximity to be a lot of people's kids, including Rhaegar's, Mm -hmm. um, which ultimately I think I would be sort of intrigued by because then I think... Does it give her a better claim, right, if she's Rhaegar's daughter mm-hmm. as opposed it? It could just make her a third, a third head of the dragon, because mm-hmm. it'll be one of Rhaegar's children. Um, yeah. The idea that she's actually a Blackfire—you know, she's born on Dragonstone, and her mother Rayella with the Mad King, like her trip to Dragonstone and when she gets pregnant and things. There's some, yeah. there's some challenges in that. We were looking up actually, like the things I kind of forget about that. Jamie sort of describes her 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 flee to Dragonstone as happening in the morning and Viserys says like we fled during the middle of the night, but he's right. like a kid. <laughs> yeah, right. And then, you know, why is the Mad King, you know, the mat, um, you know, you forget about the timeline where it's like Rhaegar dies. The Mad King hears about it, sends her to Dragonstone. I mean, then like almost, you know, like a nine months or something goes by that you're going to have to then have Robert and everybody come down to King's land and take it over and then try to get over to, Mm -hmm. to Dragonstone to take care of Daenerys who's being sort of born, I guess, in secret. Right. So there's, there's definitely a lot of it uh, that could be interesting.
0: Well, Um, yeah, Matt, there's also the whole bit with her, with her mother having trouble, you know, bearing children and, and multiple miscarriages and, and, and issues and things like that. And then, I mean, just the fact that she's born in a storm and all, all these strenuous sort of conditions and harshness or whatever, that it's not ideal at all for a mother who's frail like this and who has had trouble with children. I mean, it's kind of a
1: miracle that, that yeah. she's born. Yeah. And then uh, another theory is this one was kind of actually new to me, a character. And we're, you know, we're going to talk about him a little bit here. And then a character we're going to kind of kind of as I want to come back and circle back to and talk quite a lot about is Bonifer, Dude,
0: (laughs) rabbit holes upon rabbit holes. I I don't because this led us into three different rabbit holes that I didn't expect us to go into. And so I'm just stunned by by this guy. Not right. a guy, I mean, you, you read them I and you gloss right over it. You don't
1: even think twice about this, right? So, so let me um get his wiki uh pulled up here. So, how's Bonifer, right? Um, what's yeah. his first name? It's uh, I always forget it. It's, yeah, Bonifer. Uh, so, Sir Bonifer Hasty. Bonifer so Hasty, I know I, yeah. I know I had it pulled up here. Yep. Yeah, so Bonifer Hasty, right? So, he is a knight that has a very sort of we don't really spend a lot of time with him. Um, Really, he's he's older, obviously, by the time we we meet him. And uh he like he and Rayella, um, excuse me, um not Rayella, uh, what's her name? The yeah, excuse me, Rayella, yeah. Yeah. So Daenerys's mom, right, were sort of infatuated with each other mm-hmm. when they were younger before she gets married. And it's said that, you know, after she gets married, he ends up sort of joining like the clergy and he becomes holy. Yeah. He's got this sort of the holy hundred, right? Like a hundred knights. He's taking mm-hmm. over Harrenhal and uh, Jamie sort of meets him, uh, the, you know, here towards the end as we get to Dance of Dragons and all of these things. But, uh, you know, there's some interesting things said about him, right? In the Dance of Dragons, Barrison is talking uh, about Daenerys, you know, telling her a little about her mother and all of these things, and he says she was once smitten by a knight from the Stormlands. He tells her the knight put away the lance the day her mother wed his father, um, and he became very pious. The knight's passion for Rhaella had no hope of fulfillment, but Barrison chooses his words carefully and does not mention the name of the knight, and she doesn't ask for Uh, the identity of the knight who had fallen so deeply in love with her mother. So that's sort of where we're at with him. The last time we really hear him, he's holding Harrenhal. But again, it's another one of these sort of Targaryen loyalists. There's a lot out there as that we just kind of forget about. (laughs) But we can come back to him in a second. But let me just uh, a
0: couple things. There's too many words. So when I started looking into this, (laughs) Rhaegar holds the tourney where? At Harrenhal. Okay. where's this guy at? Harrenhal, right? Hall, uh, right uh, Rhaegar is com- is compared to Baylor the Blessed. Jamie nicknames him uh, Baylor Butthole. no joke that's a quote yeah. but- <laughs> yeah. I couldn't believe that't I, I don't remember that at all actually in my reading and um, so th- so there's just there's a lot of different things their their, their long faces, their demeanor, uh, a lot of things were similar. I just was blown literally blown away by it. I'd never even heard of this. And so we right. can go into deeper and connect it to our other three that we have at the end of this once we get to the whole list. We'll come back to this one probably first because, man,
1: I, there's more to it. And he's mm-hmm. with the Merryweather's, right? And the, he's the Merryweather, yeah, right? That's right, what I see, see I, Matt. <laughs> I went right down that rabbit hole, <laughs> and I, that's where we'll come back to because I was like, holy. Well, God. here's one I'd never heard of. So there is a theory. Yeah, I see That this. Davos is the son uh-huh. Uh, and this one, this one, I have to dive more into because I was, uh, it's just one that I I saw and I was like, okay, well, I did, I I did, so I didn't dive into every single one of these theories and like most of them were really familiar with. This is one we're gonna have to dive into, and maybe when we circle back, I'll pull it up, or mm-hmm. perhaps we'll do that this in an extended edition, sure. um, for a Patreon content. Which it, the idea that Davos is Bonifer and Rayella's son, I'd never heard of this, mm-hmm. but it would have. Uh, because that could be pretty sig- significant for him, I suppose. I mean, it, I don't know if it's if perhaps before they before she gets married,
2: because mm-hmm. Davos is
1: obviously a little bit older. Right. So for it, for the, for the timeline to sort of right to to sort of work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's so the,
0: uh, we could pull up the, the time because it says he's born in or before 260 AC. We can we'll pull all that up because. We'll compare it to Rhaegar and and take a look, but it's sort of uh, fishy, if you will, on, you know, whether or not uh, when he was born. But, yeah, it's interesting.
1: So here we go. The Miller's sons. This is one we've talked about. Uh, And this one is we actually I think we have a full video on this one, which is Theon as the uh, as the father of one uh, of one of the the kids that he ended, ended up killing. When they, he, then when there are people, that are people that look for Brandon and Ricken, and he ends up burning them because he talks about how he has hooked up, uh, essentially, whether consensual or not, um, with the Miller's wife. Mm-hmm. How he's like, he's had her a few times and right. people have done the math. And then it would also explain why immediately terrible things start happening to Theon because he just kinslaid.
0: Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that one's, that one's well, um, well no, and I, it makes a lot of sense it
1: it, it got it on i think him it, i i to be honest i think that one's legit i think that's oh, i don't sure. think it's i don't think it's one george is ever going to go explain further um but i think i if i had to pick one i would say that that one is actually accurate yeah i he, would I, I would say that that's a, just because the, the language he uses to to suggest that he hooked up with this girl and then they kill the kids and then bad things are happening. I think they use the term they use the term Theon Kinslayer later. Yeah. Yeah. As the, the, the as, hooded and in Winterfell.
0: Right. Yeah. The hooded figure mocks him kind of. So yeah.
1: Yeah. So I think I I would I that one for me is confirmed. I would I would say that I think that theory is is true. Yeah. So Sarah, right? Mm-hmm. Who is sort of Illyrios uh the Wife, she actually, second, Yeah, right. Wife. wife. They, don't, they, they don't dive a lot into her. Um the right. big theory is that she is the is a Blackfire descendant, which could then tie his reasonings for perhaps wanting to push young Griff, right? Yeah. Varys, her hair is one... streaked with silver stuff. Right. Because like there's a lot of them over there because a lot of Targaryen, even yeah. a lot of Targaryens go over there, let alone Blackfires. Right. Um go over there. Uh Aryan Bright uh Bright Flame.
0: Oh yeah, you know,
1: yeah. uh Egg's brother. He gets sort of. He has to go over there, and mm-hmm. so there's a lot of there's a lot of Targaryens over there. And I still say that the mad that the not the Mad King, but Aegon the Fourth said all those bastards are legitimate. So yeah, th- there, yeah. You there you
0: go. <laughs> King declared it. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think this one's probably. I, I I think I do lean more ultimately on the idea that Young Griff is a Blackfire, and. So I do think that it's well, and, probably, it's probably pretty legit.
0: And this is where it comes down to two two lines of thought here. Either, like Sarah and Illyrio could have just taken in a, a right. legitimate Aegon and raised him, uh, but or she also could have been a uh Blackfire and he fathered a child
1: on her that ends up being Young Griff for sure. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And ultimately, at the end of the day, I do. So I definitely think that Sarah is is probably a Blackfire, mm-hmm. um, just because. I don't know, Illyrio and Vera seem like they're just up to something. So well
0: and, and dude, they mentioned the whole like the Black line is extinguished through the mail line, like it's been the mail right. line has been uh stopped and so on. You don't mention that unless there's a continuation in the I mean it's sort of obvious, but it's Gurm does it to to
1: show us, hey, pay attention here, there's still more. So right. Um Melisandra being a Shira Sea Star descendant. Jesus obviously, Melisandra's Melisandre's <laughs> Melisandre's um identity right uh regardless is pretty suspect and and interesting especially because (laughs) the show that's a showism by the way i don't think that that's ever shown in the books that uh, obviously wears the ruby around her neck could be glamoring herself in the show she is glamored and she's this much 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 older woman but uh some people think that she is in fact just share a sea star let alone a descendant right. right yeah
0: yeah, which I think would be really cool. I think I think you could go on. I'm surprised this one doesn't say, you know, like like just the idea that you could have. Like, there could be so many more, right? I mean, she could be Spend a lot it. of... Just because, <laughs> just because of the, the the glamour effect, you know? It's just... Right. It's, it's kind of wild to me. Also, buddy, I just have to confess, I'm a big fan. Like, I don't mention it a whole lot, but, like, Melisandra is fascinating to me. And I, I love her, okay? She, she's, she's, a a true, she's a great character.
1: A great character. And... The show did the show did it really good. The she's done, she's portrayed very well in the show. Oh my god, at the end where she just walks off and dies. Yeah, it's awesome! It's awesome. I do, I do, I do ultimately think something like that is going to happen with her in Mm -hmm. the books, but I think we'll get a little bit of piece of history. Something again, it could be one of these things where George just sort of like uses some text that like pretty much says, without saying, this is who it is, and making a big deal out of it. Um, she's. Ahead, just, no, just, real,
0: just real quick, because I like this character so much, and might have had a crush on her when I was reading it in the books. Well, we'll come she, back. I think she's
1: on the list again.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, just real quick, she she's that character that kind of teeters and like mis misreading prophecy, and I think Germs is, is taking her up and down, and then she'll do something to redeem herself in the end, and it's sort of that you know uh, right.
1: grayish character. You know, I do like the idea, especially because I think because some of these characters will appear again, just because this is just sort of like the parentage or ancestry yeah. uh, portion of this. I do really that would be actually really interesting if she was a she if she was a Sea Star descendant. Oh, descent. Um, yeah, yeah. And not right. Necessarily. Like yeah. maybe her daughter or something. Maybe even her daughter. Maybe she's the daughter of Blood Raven and Shiera Sea Star, right? Mm-hmm. Because they were sort of each other's paramour, but they yeah. never get married. Right. And then she ends up sort of leaving. Uh, and then that would actually make. All of the stuff she sees, where she sort of fears, Bloodraven. Uh, yeah, that'd be interesting, right? right? Yeah, kind of, kind of interesting. That'd be cool. Yeah. Again, that would then make her a secret Targaryen, of course. Right, <laughs> is a secret Targaryen. Um, Hodor. So not Ho- a secret Ho- Targaryen. Not a secret Targaryen, but Hodor being the descendant of Sir Duncan the Tall. Right. I think this one's pretty. Yeah, Uh, right. Pretty, pretty straightforward. Hodor is the um, grandson of old Nan, right? Um, And some people think uh, Sir Duncan, the tall, because George has alluded to a lot of uh, Mm -hmm. pretty pretty much anybody who is suspiciously tall is perhaps a uh, descendant of Sir Duncan, the tall. So uh, Brown Ben Plum. Mm hmm. Uh, his parentage and ancestry is questioned. As,
0: yeah, I guess I mean it's they're saying I don't really know much about this one. This one I'm not right. Always seems straightforward. Like he, so that's what he goes by is Brown
1: Ben Plum. Um, we did talk about we did talk about um like color symbolism and Plum and like you know, isn't it
0: how right? Yeah. So I I guess you know we're. When, because, because his his mother is his grandmother uh, is, is Imanese, and so on. So he's got like, I think it's we're supposed to believe that he's related somehow. That he is a right. a descendant,
1: you know. Of... Right. Well, so Ossifer Plum, right, who led Lord Plum, he marries Elena Targaryen. during the reign of Aegon IV. Um, and so this is where, this, I guess, his uh, sort of comes from. So Ossifer was an aged man wed to Elena Targaryen. He is said to have died while consummating his new marriage uh, after seeing his wife naked for the first time. Elena became pregnant and gave <laughs> birth to Viserys Plum. Ossifer supposedly fathered the child after he was dead. Dead rumors at the time suggested that it had not been Ossifer, but her cousin King Aegon the Fourth who had fathered the child. Well, King Aegon the Fourth probably fathered all kinds of people, right? Who who we think of? So that's, I guess, ultimately where that where that comes from. So perhaps yeah. Ossifer is actually a descendant of Aegon the Fourth. Let's go. So here we go. Brienne of Tarth, descendant of Sir Duncan the Tall. This one has pretty much been confirmed by George without, I think, officially, officially st- saying that Brienne is like a hundred percent legitimately a um, descendant of Duncan the Tall, but it's like pretty, I, it's one of those things that's like quasi confirmed, but I don't know that George has officially ever come out and said Brienne is a descendant of Sir Dunk, period. Right
0: yeah, we we've uh we've talked a lot about this. when you look at um her father and the mystery around her mother is interesting
1: uh right. And I think so- I think George I think it's one of these things where George said like at the time of writing Storm of Swords like there will be a POV chapter from somebody who's a descendant of Sir Duncan the Tall and there's Brienne and mm-hmm. that's yeah pretty sure But we don't know who we don't know who who like where that where Sir Duncan who he gets with. He's just out there spreading the seed, man. No wonder his, oh, he's doing his thing is just... just a hedge knight. <laughs> just... Yeah. Yeah. There may
0: come a time when the realm needs a hedge mm-hmm. knight, and there was a great need in those days. Right. right. So
1: here we go. Here's some other ones, right? House can gain. This one, I'm not as, I, I'm not as, I mean, I get the idea is just that they're tall. Yeah. And some people, sure. some people sort of believe it. Small Paul is a little bit more legitimate, Because mm-hmm. right? we know Dunk goes, well, thick the, as a castle whatever. wall the whole thick as a castle wall yeah. all, all that all that kind of stuff so dialogue is similar right and there's probably a lot more of these as we begin to move into the next section but uh darren the second targaryen mm-hmm. right um is i like this son... i've always liked this one i have too is the son of aemon the dragon knight
0: yeah because that's a whole twist on on truly he's believed to be the trueborn only you know like right. the trueborn uh son of aegon the fourth that they might
1: yeah. then that they might both be bastards.
0: Right, exactly. Um so I found that to be interesting like he legitimizes the other ones and and Darren uh the good seems weak and all these different things but Damon was probably an actual son but just a bastard.
1: So Right. Yeah. But it's it's good. a bastard it's like the the thing I've always loved and this is why I love Damon Blackfire as a character. Yeah. Um and I hope to god we someday get a oh, god yeah. Rebellion show. Yeah. It'd be so freaking amazing. Is that like it's not like like Gendry is a bastard of Robert and like some random tavern witch, right. right? Yeah. Whereas Damon Blackfire is a bastard of right. a Targaryen with a Targaryen. Right. So yeah. it's not like it's not even somebody from a smaller house or anything. It's literally a he is it is a son, you know, of of he is he has he has full Targaryen blood. It's not like he's half Targaryen blood or anything else he has he has full targaryen blood
0: right that's always the interesting piece when it makes me think of a character real quick um edric storm not that darren wouldn't be darren still would be
1: full targaryen blood yeah
0: yeah 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 for sure it's it's uh but like those higher greater like the bastards like robert's bastards for example the ones that live that matter are the ones that are like fathered on uh high ladies so like uh, let me see here. Edric Storm, yeah, his mother is Delana Florent. So House Florent. He's he's over there, and he gets right. with a Florent, and so that one matters. But yet Gendry matters less. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. It's all about hierarchy and status and and things like that. But you're right. This is actually two. It's even more than that because it's two freaking Targaryens. I mean, there's there's like no other house mixing in there. Uh, we're talking just straight
1: brother sister, right. your bloodlines. <laughs> There we go. So, okay. So, this next one is going to be very important in House of the Dragon, right? Which is just series, Luceres, uh, and Joffrey Valerian, potentially sons. And I think is actually probably very likely, um, yeah. of Harwin Strong, <laughs> right?
0: Right. This will be interesting to see how they do, w- like, like Harwin Strong, because in the show, they've, I think, they've, they're lining us up. House Valerian just because of like genetics and, and skin color and things like that, it's going to be interesting. going to be some, something's going to be kind of glaring in, in one or two or, or and there might not be, I mean, who knows? But like, I feel like something's going to really, they're going to look like Strong's and that's going to yes. be people are like, okay, that's a problem. You know, she's not faithful or, or maybe it's just, again, her husband wasn't uh, you know, his sexual orientation is, is not aligned with uh you know,
1: it's such that he would have offspring with her. So yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. So now let's move to this next section here, which is alive, but presumably dead. So these are characters who we think are dead. Right. Or, you know, like the, the, the question of their mortality um, yeah. is something. So Sandor Clegane, right. Which is the hound is potentially the grave digger. I'm a hundred percent on board, a hundred percent on board with this one. Gotta be. Um Gregor Clegane is Robert Strong 100%. Yes sir. On, on that yep. one. the show pretty much. Their show doesn't even change his name or any of that stuff. Right. But I think it's also just ridiculously likely.
0: Yeah.
1: So, um uh, Bran, this one I don't know. So, again, I pulled I pulled a lot of these off off lists and stuff like that. So, yeah. Bran Stark in Blood Ravens cave, I think so, Bran's alive. Yeah, I think that was maybe that's more of a
0: it's just people in the story don't know where he's at and he's gone. But we're but we're following him, right? I mean, right, like alive but presumed dead, because like it's believed that Brandon Rickon are dead by other characters. Maybe that's all they mean by that.
1: So yeah, again, it still is just sort of like uh, like secret identities and stuff like that. Because a lot of people think whatever. Yeah. So, um, Richard Lawnmouth, right? Uh, A lot of people think could be this could be Lem Lemoncloak. We did a video. uh, We did a we did a video on that. Yeah. Um, Rhaegar. Could be Mance Raider, could be all kinds of other people. Uh, but people think uh he's still alive. I I'm I'm I've it's pretty obvious. Uh at least I am a big proponent of the idea that he is Mance Raider. Um, I've I'm I'm pretty bought into that theory a lot. Um, as well as a lot of man, just about any of the any of the other Kingsguard Guard members. Arthur Dane could be Korn Halfhand. Some people think he could be Mance Raider. Um I do think he's if he is alive, he's part of that whole group that went beyond the wall. Oswald went same thing. Some people think he's connected to the kettle blacks. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't, I didn't have it on this list, but um, some people think Gerald Hightower could be torment. You know, a lot of, a lot of these people. Uh, So on here. So Ashara Dane uh, could still be alive. Could be Septa Lamore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or could be some people think hiding a graywater watch yeah Reed.
0: that was that was yeah Helen Reed and just the infatuation and people had you know this this whole the the romance with her or just an infatuation with her and maybe she ends up there at graywater watch I kind of like uh that idea but Seton lamo has always made sense I think too so
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh Sierra sea star could still be alive could be Quaith which is a pretty common one could be Melisandre. some people say could be old nan I don't know about her being old Nan. In fact, um, I didn't put it on here, but we've we've talked about it quite a bit. I am more likely an, under the idea that old Nan is the widow uh, from oh god, the second dunk and yeah, comic. Lady Weber, Lady Weber, yeah, yeah Rowan, yeah, Rowan Weber. Um, there, but there's again, old Nan has a lot of there's a lot of theories on her as well. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I, I I I think I've if I had to pin somebody down as Quaith, share c-star is probably my most likely candidate for Mm -hmm. her or Quaith just could be her own thing which would be cool
0: yeah which would be cool i actually never have heard the old nan uh c-star connection so that
1: because she is old and i mean she's super old so she because she's she's around the same age as like blood raven and it it just makes me think of blood raven
0: they're all yeah 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 if, if exactly they are all about the same same age and that they all if that whole group if they're related some they go north then maybe right. she she goes with them i don't know Very yeah interesting
1: um tyrick lannister who we did a video on some people think he could be Varys as captive
0: yeah that's an interesting one by the way that that is because he's just missing and he's been missing and they pointed out Gern points it out way too many times and he matters so that's that's a hostage
1: something a piece to be used i think against the Lannisters in some way. So, yeah. Um, some other ones here, uh, Gary and Lannister. So that's Tyrion's uncle who goes missing. Mm-hmm. Um, but some people think that, uh, I think he's connected to like the sailor's wife, right? It could be, mm-hmm. um, going on there. Uh, to Domeric Bolton character. I'm not as familiar with. I always kind of f- forget about, um, possibility that he's still alive john connington and aegon uh the sixth right targaryen currently invading westeros uh just sort of we don't know exactly what's going on with them and also i think i think john connington coming back is a potential surprise for a lot of people because I haven't seen him in forever probably think he's dead hold on let me back back up on one thing so
0: because i just assumed he's dead right this is like assumed dead alive but but uh bolton i mean he's Dead as far as as I didn't know there was theories that he might not be you know or I, yeah he, I guess it's that he lives on through his father that is like you know the whole the whole vampire situation like like could could be theoretical takes vampires. over a new host right. type of thing that because that threw me I was like I was like wait now hold on a second he, he is dead but then I'm like oh yeah there's that whole weird sort of supernatural you know right.
1: element <laughs> sorry yeah no you're fine you're fine um uh, rain uh ronald I guess how everyone pronounce it Westerling just because his body's Mm -hmm. never recovered after jumping into the into the green fork. And then our big buddy, Sirio Pharrell, who could theoretically be Jack and Hagar.
0: Yeah, it just why not show an epic fight scene, but Arya running away doesn't see the whole thing, you know, just I don't know. And then then you said Gurm wrote the episode where the phrase not today comes into play right and it's right. it's germ wrote
1: that so he wrote he wrote that book. episode for for tv right yeah um okay so here we go so again this is going to be sort of again coming up we're going to go over again these cuz this is the secret identity uh category mm-hmm. so young griff again i already talked about that little lamore right now here's one uh so people Ashardane's obviously the most common but malora hightower is a potential candidate for septa lamor so i'll let you pull her up here real real quick so the only so the big sort of deal with septa Lamore is she Tyrion describes her as being really pretty which could tie her into Chardane,
2: mm-hmm. round
1: roughly the same age as she probably would be and of course the scar on her belly meaning she had been in childbirth that's the
0: yeah i don't get this one so the the whole um this is who i thought this was the the mad maid who is Held up in uh, Leighton High Towers, uh, High Tower, right? So right. In, in in Old Town, I didn't think there were. I thought that was just straight up, uh, you know that that was his eldest daughter. But people are saying that possibly there's connect. It's like a secret identity. There's a re whenever someone doesn't come out or reveal their their face or show themselves, like there. The idea is there's a reason they're hiding. You know, there's a reason
1: right. that they uh, haven't shown themselves for a long time. So. Right. Yeah. Cool. Um so yeah, continuing down this list, right uh Dario Naharis. Um some people think that he's that it's Euron Greyjoy. What? Wow. Yes. <laughs> wow.
0: This is cool. This is cool. I that it, it's interesting to uh think about. I mean,
1: right um hmm. okay yeah and again we can come back and, and dive deep into a lot of a lot of some of these because um this is just a big list i i i found a reddit and sort of added some of my own yeah um quentin martel unbeknownst to him he's actually somebody else we've talked about i think we've talked about this that quentin martel could be um yeah the,
0: there's even though uh so this one i think is talking about just actually whether he was born of the martels or not the uh the tattered prince theory like the that right. like he's connected possibly to the tattered prince or has lived on and that yeah um there, there's like that his death is not what we what we believe it to be the whole thing
1: so oh, yeah. yeah um okay sailor's wife right could be taisha we've talked uh that's I would actually love to do a whole Taisha video, uh, and, and pod, you know, part of a podcast at, at some point, but um, that one, I that one is pretty common in the in the community. That uh, could that that could be Taisha. Which I do. I hope Tyrion. Do, do you hope Tyrion meets Taisha, or not? I think so because I hear I see the arguments for both sides of it are. On one hand, he's like so hung up about it, mm-hmm. but on and that it, it would like to be able to finally see her. You could get some resolve to that storyline, perhaps propel him forward. On yeah. the other hand, it could just it could have been such a learning moment for Tyrion that it's all just about him reflecting on it.
0: Yeah, it's so it's, it's going to be such a it, it, like it like if he does, it's just so such a difficult thing because she's taken advantage of used. I mean, she's she like the whole, it's an awful thing. It's like these Lords do this and they pull her into this situation. So you feel like, is he resist?
1: It's not, I don't know that it's going to be, it's not going to be happy ever after. I can say that.
0: No, that's what I'm saying. Like it would be another step that might drive Tyrion further towards this. It, It seems like he's been spiraling out of control a bit, you know, and come unhinged. You know what the show does is they try to say, well, he hasn't made very good choices and it feels like Danny is like like he's leading her astray in some way. I don't know what they're gonna do in the, you know, what Grimm's gonna do in the book here. because uh, this could be more of the unraveling if he does meet Taisha.
1: So Yeah. Yeah. Um, some of these we've already talked about, uh just recently, you know, even in our last segment. Mance Raider, participating Rhaegar, Lem Lemon Cloak, participating right. Richard, Richard Lawnmouth, Quaithe, you know, a lot of people melisandre you know so uh here's one man uh aliris the sphinx is, San- is 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 sorella sand i mean i think i i think here's you and i you and i are a hundred percent on this we've taken it a step further yes we have yes we have but just simply the idea that aliris is sorella i mean that's got to be that's like a hundred percent
0: that's 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 that is to me that's not even a question so aliris the sphinx is sorella sand confirmed I, I i think you could say that hundred percent put that in the bank throw money down on it, and it's fine. Where we make the leap, where it's, you know, I don't know, uh, I think Sorella Sand is actually someone else. And that's that's the leap that I've made in a lot. Uh, where I have to redo that whole thing. We did a great podcast on it, our extended edition, where I talk about the idea that Sorella Sand uh, is probably, most likely, I believe, Rhaenys Targaryen. Go ahead and fight me in the comments about it. All right. I think, mm-hmm. I think, uh and we're gonna we're gonna redo year.
1: that. We're gonna redo that video now that yeah. we know a little bit more yeah. about YouTube and how to make higher end quality, you know, content and stuff like that. Yeah, we're we're gonna come, we're gonna revisit. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Revisited. So um Maynard Plum is Blood Raven. This one is one of those that's like it's not a hundred percent confirmed. Uh-huh. But it's like 99.99%. If you read the third Dunkin' Egg so, uh, story, The Mystery Night, uh, which I love all three of them, uh, to, to be honest. you know uh, Maynard Plum is this guy who's there that Dunk talks to, and he uses the same language at the end where he sort of describes himself as a friend, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is sort of the, the language that... Um, Blood raven uses right, yeah. that blood raven uses and then later uh he's just a few less a few few notches down cold hands refers to blood raven the three-eyed mm-hmm. crow as a friend
0: as a friend dude it's there's a, a huge connection there totally believe that and what the one that's interesting is what you have right below maynard plum brown ben plum being blood raven's agent or blood raven himself i've never heard the idea that he's blood raven himself but um you know interesting uh yeah. just, just that he would be an we, we
1: we talked about him a little bit again i think i still have it up here uh brown ben uh plum right yeah um and so some people again, again maybe they think he died but then he's right you know um
0: yeah the connection to the dragon raising
1: too. right and yeah raising his son so um yeah. i'd love to we, we should come back and do a thing on on brown blend brown ben plum yeah uh yeah. tattered prince we talked a little bit about this
0: which hey, I something interesting just... on the on the Tattered Prince, though, there is actually something when I was doing my research on the whole Quentin theory and stuff like he's been promised, uh, as I think, I think, um, gosh, Bravo, Bravo's or something like there's an interesting thing as to what a lot of uh, promises are being made by Tyrion and others and these other uh, um, companies that are fighting down in Marine there's so much political stuff going on down there that it's, it's just sort of uh, it's wild to, to keep track of conspiracies upon conspiracies. I'm not really sure that's, that's a whole other thing. It's a tangled uh, rat's nest, honestly. And I, I compare it to what's going on in King's landing. It, it like, he's made it as complex. Gurm has uh, there in Marine as he has up in King's landing. So the tattered Prince is in and among all of that. And is a very mysterious kind of individual. So, mm, yeah.
1: Um, cold hands could be yep. Benjamin, could be the knight's king i we you know we i think i did a i know we uh, i did a big patreon thing about that uh, probably about a year ago um talking about it very very interesting uh idea uh i don't blood raven i don't think i don't know what I don't, cold hands isn't blood raven because blood raven's in the cave but could be hat it could just be sort of this thrall, the Blood Ravens controls, Sir Duncan the Tall. I think I is that a lot of people think right because of the idea that a friend and it's also this big creature. I think I have become more less and less and less over the years. By the way, against the idea that Blood Raven is Benjen.
0: Okay, that Blood I, Raven. I just
1: yeah because what's the. At this point, cold, like,
0: cold hands has been cold hands as Benjen. Yeah. yeah, sorry.
1: Yeah, I think I'm just less and less and less. Uh, um, believing of that idea.
0: And it's crazy that that's what the show did. But like, that's, you know what I mean?
1: It was a big theory. I think it was, I think it was, I think actually it was a good idea
0: for the it's show. It's cool. It's cool. But it's just, it's, it's interesting that like. They did go that route. It doesn't seem like that's what they're going to do in the book. So it just don't know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. See, this is where I wonder if Germ has, I totally believe this is a thing. I can't wait till it all comes out and he done, he's done with his books or whatever. I think he has alternate endings. I think he has many paths forward, cool right. ideas, but says he's left himself so many routes that he said, you know what? Screw it. The show can do this. I have my own idea. That was a discarded sort of idea, thought,
1: didn't go with it and didn't pan out.
0: So maybe that's something that he said, that'd be fun. I, there's, there's evidence from describes- the books. He so. describes
1: his writing as as being a gardener. I mean, you know, yeah. I just sort of see where the weeds take me. Right. But when you plant a seed, like when I plant a rose, I know it's going to become a rose. I don't know it may grow this way, it may grow this way, it may have right. to cut some here may have to cut some there but if the flower still going to bloom i know what it's going to look like at the end matt
0: it's just the slowest growing rose i've ever seen in rare, my life really, man. <laughs> i've
1: yeah. never seen anything it's one of those like rare roses that you know or it's like <laughs> rare things where it's like it takes like 20 years to bloom but it only blooms for like an hour right then, you know, yeah. <laughs> oh all my right. god all right, man. All right girl <laughs> um here's one of your sort of favorite uh pate al- yeah you know, the alchemist is
0: right right that, that's a cool one in um piece for crows just that the prologue uh, trying to figure out what is a faceless man doing at the Citadel. The whole theory we've had, we've tracked uh, Jack and Hagar and his crossing path with Arya, and then was he on his way up to the Wall to find? Um, people believe he was going up there to find a book on how to kill dragons or something, or how to whatever. And then that path doesn't work for him with the Night's Watch, so he diverts his course maybe and goes to uh, the Citadel, and there he kind of. You know, has Pate go steal the key and kills him, right? Um, yep. gives him his coin, then kills him. So, yeah, that's an interesting one. He's still sticking around there. He's he's still lingering uh, at the end of that with the Sphinx. He's chilling out.
2: So. Yeah.
0: Um.
1: Here's one. I I'm actually unfamiliar with the idea. I I mean, again, I think his origin is interesting. Another character who sort of shows up at the same point in the books is Shay. Um, and I, you know, I. I believe there's more to the story behind Shay. Sure. I mean, did Tywin pay her off? The whole, was the whole thing a setup or Dude. did she just happen to sort of come in at the right time? And then she goes out at that time. And then it's just sports. A lot of her backstories is a mystery. I don't know. Right. That, that is not Ki- a mystery, but Kyburn is sort of the same thing. He sort of appears out of nowhere. And then he's doing all these weird experiments and he gets a lot of power really fast. And the show, they just kill him at the very last, you know, second to last episode because I just don't I just, they I don't think they knew what to do with him. But I think there is more to the story with Kyburn. Is he a Martell or a Martell loyalist? Though I don't know. Could be. Yeah, I I don't know. I did I did just look up all because he's with the Boltons initially. Yeah, right. And
0: then he actually is picked up. I like even that is he is just there at Hall too um he was with a sellsword group too and then that's how he ends up being with with Lord Bolton. So it it's weird. It's like I don't know where he actually comes from. So there's a video of people talking about him possibly having some sort of connection to yeah, to the Martells. We this is one we can come back to and look into. Uh, this is this is what's great about this is uh yeah, finding new connections. Um Marwen, the Mage. Yeah. Uh yeah, um I don't, it's, it's, he's an interesting character just because of of his knowledge and what he's doing in, in sort of the higher kind of uh, mysteries, you know? I mean, the Sphinx but, is the riddle and the Sphinx is there with Marwin the Mage. I freaking, dude, I'm, and then <laughs> Marwin's <Vulcan> going, <laughs> yeah, then Marwin's going to see Danny and there's this glass whole. Glass candles. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I think kind of in the, in the oh yeah, Glasskin. In the show, I think Varys ends up with Danny. I think at that, that role was meant to be in the book is is clearly Tyrion will be there, but I think Marwan the Mage will be right in there. You know, yeah. We'll, Varys won't be there. Varys will be chilling out with Illyrio doing their
1: whole Blackfire possibly, you know, stunt. Right. Uh it says able Mance Rader, a reference to Bale the bar.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> Mance above, Rader, all above all else, it was said that that he was able. Right. That this is when we made the we this is when we made the Rhaegar, right? Targaryen. Uh it was above all uh, like he was able. Like that was he was an able individual. And then the, then you have connections to freaking Mance Raider and Bale the Bard and Able. It's just freaking nuts, dude.
2: Yeah. That
1: one's trippy. So uh Makoro is uh Marwin the Mage in disguise.
0: Really? Really. really? I don't know about that that doesn't seem like I always thought Makoro was was just his own character, and um, it's just one of the red priests, you know,
1: right, but um, the elder brother I don't know I don't know about that one i I have to look at who is who is who's the elder brother
0: elder brother mm. let's see. He's, Self swords little finger is it a low finger connection
1: the elder brother let me see here is the senior contemplative brother at the Septries at the faith of the seven they take a vow of silence only the elder brother and his proctors may speak um he shows up in the storm of swords um a sceptre in the riverlands is sacked repeatedly during the War oh. of the Five Kings, thinking it's thinking the elder brother has hidden gold. A monstrous attacker orders his men to kill the contemplated uh, contemplative brothers one by one. In a feast for crows, a sceptre near Maidenpool is attacked first by Northmen, then by swords during the War of the Five Kings. The its elder brother hides some coins, and a pious dwarf takes the coins and the rest of his brothers are killed. Bramtarth travels to the quiet night and meets its elder brother, a former knight but that's all it said
0: dude oh my god (laughs) i just found the most who is so who is is the elder
1: brother who is the elder brother that was a knight
0: dude i just found someone who took this one this idea Uh, by the way i i I vaguely
1: remember uh that well it's so it's so small i think it so they have a feast for crows chapter nine brianne two okay okay no, excuse me. a feast for Crows chapter 31, Brianne 6 is this elder brother who is a former knight.
0: What in the French toast? They're like someone. it's someone. Jesus, dude. It could be anybody if it's a former knight. Well, and, and here's someone has literally broken down uh, you, since you said it could be anybody, I was good This is like a 12 page Reddit post that literally someone oh has broken down all the possible. Well, save like it. Make sure very intense. <laughs> i've make got sure you, <laughs> this, sure you this is part one get...
1: of three so like what <laughs> we're gonna have to come back to that so anyway uh continuing on here the smiling night we've talked about right um before this just yeah it, the the dusty quick, woman i gotta look that up She's yeah the yeah woman. you go ahead and look that up real
0: quick the smiling night um i wanted to mention this i never did get around to this it was right before i left for um in the summer i left on vacation oh that's right and i had um i had i had I still have the audio for it, so maybe I'll, I'll post it and maybe I won't animate I just, just to get up so you guys can see it or I'll put it on Patreon. But I had this whole idea that The Smiling Knight, uh, who Jamie does not slay. Matt, I was listening to a Jamie chapter the other day, and someone said they go up to Jamie. He's at House Dairy, and they literally say, you know, uh, they talk about all of his prestige all these things. And they're like, and you're the man who, 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 who slew The Smiling Knight. And right. he's not, he's not actually, the, it was Sir it was Sir Arthur Dane. And so he mentions like, that wasn't me. And it, it kind of shows you how things get lost over time. But his whole, like people believe that he did or that he was near it. Um, he actually was not able to. And he himself has been trying to kind of defeat his own smiling knight, if you will, in the form of uh, the Kettleblacks. Uh, uh, so I think yeah, they're they're always described as smiling. I think it's um, I think
1: it's right. either Osney or,
0: Os- Oswell maybe.
1: Okay, here we go. The dusky woman. Yeah, I forgot about this. Uh, just because I I I guess I never think of her as the dusky woman. I just think of her as, as just whatever. Um, it, she's the mute. She's a gift from Euron to Victorian, who's embarking on the fleet. Like she's like she's the woman, right? She's oh kind yeah, of she, beautiful. She, she, right. Yeah. Uh, and, they, and she's there and she's totally terrible. set. By, right, yeah. Victorian hooks up, Victorian has sex with her mm-hmm. uh, in the cabin. Um, yeah, and then I'll, you know, I mean, ultimately she's there during it, like she's with your, she's with a Victorian, right? Like the whole time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so anyway, so theories around her, I'm trying to see, um, i don't really see a lot of people asking trying to figure out if she is secretly somebody we just don't know really know anything other than her than just being the dusky woman but um seems responsible that she's you know she's there She for dressing victorian's wound which mysteriously has never healed he blames it on the young maester um she hates uh macoro uh who's able to see victorian's Future and the ties that bind him. Euron gives Victorian the power to uh, to bind dragons and a fleet to go collect them with, right? A Victorian returns with dragons and Danny. He has no reason to submit to his brother. So Euron and his crew, you know, essentially Euron censor, I think, to kill Victorian, to be entirely honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, dude, I there's actually, so this person they're talking about the smiling knight here, we're going back and forth between these two, but no, go ahead. Um, people have. They, they speculate all that's really said about the smiling knight uh is just that he was a madman uh he's described as a lot of different things but like who was he during that time and could it be connected to someone uh like the likes of lawnmouth uh manwood there's a couple other people listed forward that that might be uh individuals that he turned out to be so we can dive i've never looked into like actually his his identity or who who he could Beyond what we know him as is the smiling knight. Wow!
1: Real quick, let me just read this because this is a pretty yeah. interesting take here. Uh, I just looking up dusky woman theories, and this is, these are all from like eight years ago. Mm-hmm. uh So this is a comment on on a on a post talking about uh, talking about the dusky woman theory. This person is saying, "I think Euron can warg the people, can warg people essentially, right?" Um, who have their tongues cut out. Like, he's got an army of Hodor's at his, at his disposal, and met, heck, maybe he can warg anyone he wants, like, including Dario. So like my personal theory is Blood Raven likes to warg ravens because they can sort of talk, and they are perfect for spying on people. But you know, let's assume Bran is going to start warging uh, that massive wolf pack, like, and maybe that will be his thing, warging wolves. Euron's warg of choice is humans. He picks up slaves all over the world, rips their tongues out, and wargs them until they are mentally bound to him. His crew is literally him warging other people and pushing them to their maximum limit limits all in unison. That's how he's so powerful and can survive in crazy environments because he has an army of mind slaves at his command. Um, his sigil is the third eye held up by crows, meaning he spent some time learning the ways of the children of the forest, perhaps, uh, likely as a pupil of... Maybe even through Bloodraven himself. Mm-hmm. That means he can warp people, and there is no moral compass in Euron to stop him from enslaving humans with his mind. Why cut out their tongues? Maybe it has to do with blood magic and speeding up the enslavement process, or maybe he just likes to pull people's tongues out. Um,
0: That's fascinating. That was written eight years ago, before the hold, hold,
1: hold the door ever happened. But I mean, Bran was working into Hodor, um, right? You right, know, and so Brand Brand and Morgan to Hodor, there's no reason to suggest that Uron. Well, not that we know that Uron is capable of all of those things, but
0: right. Well, and, and Verimir tells us like there's so many warnings against it, and there are so many connections to to Uron being a, a a potential that um, student or pupil that Bloodraven or the Three Eyed Crow or whatever reached out to prior to Brand, and that he just had his own agenda. And that Euron was maybe, you know, as the Jedi say, maybe he was too old and uh, he had his own sort of ideas. And so uh, you go with Brand, And Brand also has, as a great fall, like something that kind of uh, limits him and what he can do. So maybe that makes him a better candidate for whatever mission the Three Eyed Crow or, or Blood Raven has for him. Whereas Euron's got crazy ambitions. He's got also his upbringing, you know, like the choosing someone from the, like the Greyjoys just all the ambition that they have and, and the, you know, try, I don't know, just the scorn that they've had to go through over the years. Yeah. yeah. And see what that'd be a trouble, troublesome pick.
1: Okay. So continuing on Sir Shadrick, uh, the mad mouse, I, d- people think could be Helen Reed. I, 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 I love, I always, always, Sir
0: Shadrick, the mad mouse. I've talked about him before. I enjoy this character. When people ask us to bring up characters that we don't often bring up, I, I've, often brought him up and i i like this uh he comes across brienne a lot never did i think though that he was that he was hallen reed or
1: or connected to him i mean his Uh, his, he's short for sure but there was a there was a there's a theory that went a a couple years ago and then alt shift x sort of broke it down and said he didn't agree with it and then i think honestly that kind of like killed it because i really haven't seen much of it since but another one for and reed was that he was the high uh sparrow oh yeah 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 I, mean, I remember no. that. Um yeah. but and then it literally so oh, I almost feel like once he did a he did a thing that was like, I don't think so. <laughs> we it's like, like it, sort it sort of stopped. It's sort of definitely like all sort sort of stopped. And then the show also came out and right. it made it seem like the, the faith wasn't really important. Right. But who knows? I the faith could be in the books, right?
0: Well, hopefully Alan Reed is more important in the freaking books than he is in the in the freaking show.
1: Right, yeah, Jesus. Um, so old Nan again. Uh, just again, this is just because it's a list, so some people are repeated twice and different things could be Cherisee Star. I think she's Rowan Weber, but again, that would be a secret identity for old Nan. But I do think, I do think it's it's likely. Um, Hodor again, same thing. Uh, Varys uh is possibly a Blackfire or a Targaryen, maybe even a Merling.
0: Yeah, that was wild. That was a fun sort of uh idea, a Merling.
1: But do you do you think Varys is a Targaryen or a Blackfire?
0: I don't know. Honestly, I've always seen just that's a, that's a agent. pretty big
1: that's a pretty big theory is that yeah a, I, and yeah he is he is a one of the other is the reason he's trying to prop up young Griff or any of these things.
0: Well, and people have talked about the idea like that he shaves his his head and everything that he like maybe he does more like well part of, I mean you know him yeah I mean there's re- other reasons why he is no hair but uh, that would be one of those things that helps you hide. Like Targaryen or Black Fire features, right? Being hairless and and things like that.
1: So Egg does it?
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I could see it. I have more thought just that he's been, even if he is a Black he's definitely an agent for um, more of like the people and looking for someone who's a better ruler and all that stuff. Because he really, when he when he does kill Kevin Lannister, makes it pretty clear that he believes in someone more righteous. And he has, I mean, he was pretty daggone. I you you could almost go back back with Varys all the way back to the Mad King and say, was he really being loyal to the Mad King or was he already there starting looking for a way to further? If you think he's a Blackfire, was he already there trying to do something for his family with the Mad King? Because he's there early, Matt. I mean, he's he's one of the reasons why uh, he's 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 counseling the Mad King not to open his gates for Tywin right, right. And, and he does because he thinks
1: tywin's his old friend sure yeah That's crazy um uh so here we go so again some of these are just our sort of things that we already know confirming them cat of the canals mercy blind Beth is aria i mean she's doing this on faceless man missions mm-hmm. but again there's a lot of secret identities right that are confirmed that we know so there's i mean right. this if, this is all sort of just to show why all of the theories of everyone's secretly a Targaryen or everyone, this person secretly this. Well, there's already a lot of confirmed ones. Um, right. Elaine stone Sansa Stark, just a different name. Reek Ramsey uses the name Reek. Then Theon gets it. Mm-hmm. Uh, some other ones that I don't have listed on here would include Jane pool, right? As Aria. Yeah. Stark. Yeah. I mean, there's mm-hmm. a lot, so there's a lot of secret identities and air quote mm-hmm. secret identities. Some that are, flat at 100% some that are like I'd say 99% then there's a lot could be could be you know this is why the fans all all go back and forth on it and I would say that why the majority of Game of Thrones slash the Song of Ice and Fire theories involve secret identities because it's there's so yeah. many of them that are already true right well in a big component to what what
0: uh, George has like what he's done in his writing one we're going to do one later here in a second about we're going to talk I don't know we're gonna do it now or later but um House Derry and how their line has been has ceased through, through the male side, unless you consider like they've got some, some potential bastards of that house. So, and then who are those bastards? There is a bastard who could come forward and make a claim on house dairy uh, Lancel Lannister is there now. So he does that sort of thing all the time, Matt, which is like, well, there was a bastard born um, who was born from the Lord of house dairy that could still inherit if legitimized by a king but even if not still kind of has some claim to it because he's you know offspring of that lord or that family and when everyone else dies out you could turn to that bastard and say we need you now now we need you to step up and yeah that stuff happens all the time
1: yeah so it's 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 intriguing the whole deal is intriguing and you know other characters as just other characters too like joffrey baratheon well he's not really a baratheon he's a land right. well he's not actually really a lannister he's a bastard so he's a hill so it's right. just that's that's why we go over all this stuff so for those of you guys listening on the podcast uh, i think that's probably going to be end of part one i think we're going to come right back as we're just gonna go ahead and dive into this house dairy theory about so those of you guys listen to the podcast be sure to like comment subscribe all of those things and we'll come back as we dive into house dairy